The day Michael Jackson died, I struck out laughing. My buddy kept screaming, Michael Jackson died. And he just go, Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> Michael Jackson is dead. Dude, just Iron Man everything. Like you glue scraps to your fridge so and just claim that you built it. <laughs> Just make videos, you just like hammer and shit, ting, ting, ting. Uh, for years, one of my prized possessions was a, a pocket watch that I bought at a music festival for $80. The guy, I can't believe in retrospect, I believed this story. He claimed that he lived next to a junkyard and every day he would go out and salvage metal pieces and like cogs and stuff like that. Okay. And that he built all these watches by hand. And really what he did was he bought... Uh, like 50 cent pocket watches off of Alibaba and glued little owls to them. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I, I've totally, like, I had the pocket watch in my, like, special memory box, which I have a box of my you memories. You have a box of special memes? You have, is that your fucking, is that your offering of the week? I, I guess this will be my offering of the offering week. Is that you have a memories box? I do have a memories box, and I the you cannot in look inside it. It's not like like panties and souvenirs of murder and shit. It's well, like no, no, nobody assumed that. It's yeah, why did you go you. straight to fuck? that? He definitely killed somebody. Yeah, and yeah has I, their was, panties I was in trying there. to say it might be pretty embarrassing. Dude, the, how quickly you went to that's not what's in there it means it's definitely in there. I, I, I nobody it's, thought I wasn't like wait I was so honest. Hello Kitty back yeah if like. I don't say from middle school or something. <laughs> like, like a love letter to like yeah. a teacher or something like that. Nobody said fucking Dexter shit. Dude, I, I do feel like if you saw the memory box in my closet, you would be suspicious. I think that you would close the closet and forget that you saw it. But I think that you would be very suspicious. I think you would close the closet until you're ready to murder me and pull me out. I think that's what... If anyone's closing the closet, it's you, dude, for sure. Just come up behind yeah. you and lean yeah, on go it. Go and just check out the memory box. <laughs> it's worse so that he would catch you. Like you like accidentally stumble yeah. upon it, he's just behind you. I see you found my memory box. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's just a coffin in my closet. That's what I call <laughs> caskets. It's a memory box. <laughs> You just starve me in your closet until I'm too weak to fight back, and then you just put panties on me and kill me. Whatever you do, man, and then Dude, whatever you need to put in your fucking memory box. It's gonna box. take a lot more malnourishment than that for me to pin you. Probably, dude. I've been uh, I've been working on my stunners lately. <laughs> <laughs> working on them. Just oh. just a, just a quick stone cold stunner to Rusty. Oh, quick! I think, yeah, I think yeah. he would. I think it might murder. I might might kill him. It might you kill think him so? Him with a, with a stunner? Yeah. I think I think uh I don't think I'm built for that. Yeah, even, <laughs> even even just the kick might do it. Just the, I was gonna say the I think, kick in I the think, gut. I think is that part of it? Oh yeah, dude. I don't you gotta kick him in the gut so they go and they lean forward and then they're they're exposing themselves and that's when you hit the stunner. The kick is a big part of the stunner. <laughs> it's a huge part of it. Uh, yeah, that's what sets yeah, it up. Exactly. A lot of people forget that. I've watched a lot of like TikTok videos with kids trying to do like stunners <laughs> in the hallway and shit, if and they're never doing the kick, and it kind of pisses me they're off. They're just doing a bad RKO. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're doing a lazy RKO, falling on their ass, and gotta ugh. do the kick. Because honestly, half the time he'll give you the beer, trick you, or he'll give you know something, and then you fucking kick mm -hmm. makes him spit Dude, out the beer. It's just yep. added. If someone kicks me in the stomach and then grabbed me, I'd be like fucking Billy Mays. I'd be like, "There's more." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, oh. dude. Fuck, dude. We have the, the Billy Mays of headlocks here selling all sorts of punishment. <laughs> I do these these really bad extreme intros for some of my favorite people in the world, including comedian Casey Kuftick.
joining the cast. Boom. Mr. Stunner. Been practicing. Let's fucking go, dude. Yeah. My, my signature be, style. I wish you guys could perform one live. It'd be so sweet. If you could just stun on the podcast, I feel like it'd be so cool. I think you were right. I think I would fold in half. Yeah. Like you would. Like, look at how I'm slouching just sitting here. Imagine you, if somebody put hands on me. You, you, would, you would sell it about as well as, like, Vince McMahon would. Like, the knees would just give out on you. Whereas, <laughs> like, we're looking for more of a, of a The Rock. We're looking for a, a yeah. real... The Rock, would, the Rock would pop almost, like, kind of comedically. It was like, like an oversell. Like Wait. He, Oh, like he would like he would like st- like Stone Cold Stun like he would get stunnered, and then he would just like spring backwards like way too far like it didn't even make sense. Like, but, like tumble, and, yeah. But it'd, be, but it'd make you like be like that was a, yeah. that was a big one. Yeah, His, that was a big one. Yeah. His muscles do look like they have different physics though, like from mine. Now they do. Sorry. Now yeah. they do. There's way more. <laughs> way more there. He was a little more leaned out back then. Kind of better. He's yeah. He's the only pro wrestler that like. You could argue did started doing steroids when he left pro wrestling. Yes, well, you know what I mean. Like the, by the when he left WWE, he got so much bigger. He wasn't even like cut really, dude. Like no, nah, he's like Just lean. Big. He had that like Samoan like lean body. A lot yeah. of the Samoans smooth. don't have abs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooth fella. Yeah, like Roman Reigns and the Usos. They yeah. wrestle there now, and they yeah, they're smooth and lean. But it's not a lot of definition. I don't know what that is with like Samoan genetics or something, but they're just soft. I've really studied the Samoan body. <laughs> well, I, I, that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Dude. friend who was, who was basically like, he's like, yeah, I'm Filipino, Samoan, and Hawaiian. And I was just like, God bless you, brother. Fuck, I'm like, your yeah. skin is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you look gorgeous. You just brother. glow year round. Doesn't matter where. I'm like, I honestly, I would have, I would have taken a guess at all of those. So I feel good. That I didn't assume, oh, yeah. but like I would have hit it all. Yeah, I would have hit it all. It's all the things I would have guessed. It takes a play. lot to look good with a ukulele. That's the thing. If you can pull off a ukulele, and you know what's funny, the people that pull off a ukulele are comically large. They are always They're comically yeah. large. It makes it's like makes it even smaller. Right. I little think guitar, big body, fucking rules. I think I think if you have little body, little guitar, it just looks like you can't play a big guitar. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Like, if you had a ukulele, Casey, I think I'd be like, dude, I think you need to grow up. <laughs> I think you need to... I think, you, I think you're ready for a big boy guitar. It's like if you brought a T to the batting cage. Brought a T. Tim is a grown man, bro. I don't even know. I think low-key, I'd be like, that guy cares about the fundamentals. And yeah, I dude. Let me that, fucking dude. practice. Let me get some good swings in first. I just want to get some swings, some strums in my uh, uke. <laughs> so I'm ready for the big one. He's like, I had 40 home runs this year, dude. You know what I also did? Strike out a lot. I gotta work on the contact game. I gotta just level my swing out. Dude, I'm picturing like a high school musical, like athlete, actor, hybrid kid just going to the batting cages, like hitting a home run, doing a quick move. Fucking. Dude, when was the last time you guys went through a batting cage? Long time. I went as an adult, like like late 20s, and like first swing, I think my shoulder popped out of the socket. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, nope, this is not as fun as it used to be. And I was never a baseball player. But I thought it'd be like, oh, I was gonna do like the slow, the slow one, and just crush some balls, and I was, I missed like all of them. Sometimes the slow and hurt ones myself. Are worse. What, what, did you have an audience? Were there spectators? Nah, I just wanted to go hit some balls, dude. I, <laughs> they keep just, pitching though, right? Like, like, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. don't they know you're going. in pain. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like walking it off. There's like kids playing putt putt behind me. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, every time I'm at a batting cage location, I'm there to play mini golf. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not fucking embarrassing myself today, right. fellas. I'm about to go to the batting cage and just pretend like I don't like every pitch. Just like shake my <laughs> head at it, away. drag the bat. Like, <laughs> I'm just throwing an arm up. Like, I'm just really <laughs> there to like hit the bat between the insides of my shoes a couple times. <laughs> Do a little like cross on the plate, you know. I'm just trying to get comfortable in the batter's box. <laughs> oh, dude. 
I went to uh, high school with somebody whose brother was on the Yankees. Uh, I don't know the first name of the player. Last name was Black, though. Uh, and the girl was, like, the hottest chick you've ever seen. So popular. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And then everyone found out that her brother played for the Yankees. And I've never seen such a branding shift ever. Like, where people were like, yeah, she didn't even earn being that hot. Probably just paid for it with that salary cap. Like, yeah. like the hatred of the Yankees oh, was extended really? onto her. Oh, so it was a flip the other way. Like they Totally. Were- no one thought it was cool. Everyone thought she was so cool. And then they found her brothers on the Yankees. And they were like, yeah, okay, that's a little much that for me. didn't make her cooler to, like, a bunch of teenage boys? I feel like what she was, was maxed tr- out. I think it's, I, like, you know, times yeah. a flat circle I shit. think a lot of dudes, they had no choice but to hate her. Because not only was she unattainable because she's hot. Yeah. Now her brother plays for the fucking Yankees. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there's literally no chance in hell. Yeah. So they gotta be like, she's just a dumb bitch, dude. Fuck her. Yeah. Fuck the Yankees. She sucks. She's not even that odd. <laughs> you just, like, That's have 100%. to lie to yourself to, like, make it seem like, you know, like... It, it's, like, a, a way more masculine version of she's, like, a sister to me. It's like, yeah, but her brother <laughs> yeah. plays for the Yankees. She and wasn't like, even and that cute. Did, did she get to go to all the games? I'm like, probably. She probably yeah. gets, like, box seats or something cool. Gets you to tour like, the stadium. You just keep saying cool shit about yeah. her, but you're like, yeah, it's the worst. She probably, like, fucking gets to hang out with all the players and get signed autographs and stuff. It probably stinks. I bet <laughs> she's been to, like, one of Derek Jeter's eight houses, but, like, probably only one, though, because she's not that hot. You know what I mean? If she was hotter, he'd take her to more of, her, more of his houses. <laughs> No, you know what? Jennifer Lopez is like apparently in the dugout or something. I don't even know. Is she like important? Here's my my real offering this week. The only time I've ever been like jealous, insecure man was uh, you know I worked at a fancy Del Frisco's like a only restaurant. Only time? Uh, yeah. Well, like the thing is, I've always known nice that I'm like less of a man, so I don't feel threatened <laughs> by it. Sorry. Like literally, like I see fucking alphas hit on my girlfriend. I'm like, this fucking idiot thinks she likes men. <laughs> <laughs> She likes whatever I got. Like McDonald's, like it's great food. Terrible cheeseburgers, but whatever they're making's great. I'm I'm McDonald's of men. Uh, <laughs> cranking, of I'm men. cranking out low effort masculinity. <laughs> Drive through. You just pick it up on your way. Uh, yeah, but uh, the only time I've ever been I'll like, tr- I'll do the trick when you're drunk. Uh, but if you have me in the middle of the day, you're gonna be, you're gonna be sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you were making me a promise. Like hey, if you get drunk, I'll do that trick you like. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not getting to the closet, Rusty. <laughs> Just don't disappear. <laughs> Not like the last one. Uh, no, so uh, when I was working at Del Frisco's, uh, the, the Sixers came in. Uh, not not the ones that you really want to meet. Not not the ones. Uh, a couple bench players. They really care about their autograph. Um, who who is the guy? Who is the backup center that we traded to the the Nets? Uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond used to come in all the time. Andre Drummond's like a pretty. Well, yeah. Well, he would. By the way, he's a, he was a bench player because we have Joel Embiid. He's a starting center. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, he would not stop talking to my girlfriend. He would not stop. Well, you know what? That actually adds up because you know who Andre Drummond's ex girlfriend is. Who? Uh, Your girlfriend. Fuck. <laughs> that was way better than what I was gonna say. But also, what I'm gonna say is also gonna be pretty cool. It was the chick from iCarly, Sam. Not oh. Miranda Cosgrove, the blonde. I thought she dated someone on the Timberwolves. Have you ever seen the picture of them standing next to each other? It just makes you feel, God damn it. You're like, yes. I just feel like she looks like a child, and you look like the biggest of men. She Like, she's probably a condom on him. I mean, like, yeah, there's you. Pull it up. There's no woman who is the size for an NBA center. Like, to make them look, you know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Like, it's, dude, a, it's a they WNBA are center. Insane. That's it. Yeah, exactly, like a WNBA center. There's very few women that could 
matchup oh, any type of ratio of size for an NBA center. They're, like how tall is Drummond? Probably like six five, six six. No, even, Drummond's like like six eleven, seven foot. Yeah, no Dude, matter what, that's a paradox. Like there's this uh, stand up bit. I don't remember who the comic. Oh was. That's my god, fucking hilarious. They actually like dated. Dude, yeah, I was not. I'm not like joking around. Like, so it makes sense. Are you sure he didn't win her at a carnival? Uh, well, he might have thought that your girl was a, a prize. Oh, at the Jeanette McCurdy. She was the. Jeanette don't McCurdy. say it like that, dude. You know She's, I got a thing with carnies. Whoa. Oh, I forgot about that. You hate carnies? Dude, yeah, I do hate carnies. So a carny hit on my mom and then tried to charge her a hundred bucks. It's a whole thing. Let's be real. That was when you say that you had a sperm donation. That's what that was. Yeah, my mom. That was a hundred dollar part. Do you don't think you're, you don't think you're part carny? <laughs> yeah, my mom got the uh, the ring around his boner and it just shot out. Yeah, he you like, do kind of you do have like carnival guy vibes. Yes. Like, yeah, step right up. Like I do look like I should leave this town soon. Like, <laughs> you you look like you play the Nintendo Wii and exclusively the carnival game games. You're like you guys have like Wii Sports. You're like no, I have the carnival game games. We're gonna play. How big is this elephant? <laughs> Mostly, I could see you rocking the fanny pack to take the, the take the cash and shit like that. And you got tickets and I, everything like that. I, I lost too much Red weight for my fanny pack. It slides off me now, but I, I did love it. Did you say you lost too much weight to wear your fanny pack? Yeah, dude. You got not enough fanny for a fanny pack. I do you have not zero have fanny, fanny, dude. Dude, I, I'm not a fan. That's insane. Well, then it's just a pack, and you need to get something else. That's a fanny pack, dude. That's for the big booty boys. <laughs> it's not a pack because it slides off me, dude. Can we do a GoFundMe to get that to get me hips? What's, no, what's that <laughs> surgery where they like shoot fat into your ass? Oh, um, oh, Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get you a fanny, dude. We got to get that fanny pack <laughs> back you on you. BBL with a fucking fanny on top, dude. Rest on the BBL. I wouldn't look right, dude. I would look like a Make That's a Wish okay. kid whose Make a Wish was to be juicy. Like <laughs> they said, fucking uh, Jeff Jeffrey Star. Dude, Jeffrey Star dresses up all oh, fuck, dude. They apparently, uh, Aaron told me that he's got a BBL, and he's just like, so it's just this like skinny dude with like a fat ass dressed like a chick, and you're just like, and then just hanging out with like football players, and you're like, damn, dude, bro. drag at the highest level, they get like tit implants, and they yeah. walk around mostly in their their man wear, uh, just with large voluptuous breasts. Isn't it a shame that every <laughs> isn't it a shame that every uh, like drag and burlesque show shares the same venues as like comedy shows and we always get fucking put under the table by them? Oh, they destroy us, dude. Anytime yeah. we're like, oh, we're doing a comedy show here, they're like, we have a drag show next weekend. It fucking murders. Yeah, and you're like, God damn it, dude. dude. The amount of times dude. I've been like talking to friends, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a punchline, you know, this weekend. They're like, is that where they do the drag brunch? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's where they do the drag brunch. Yeah, drag, yeah. The drag shows yeah. crush comedy. Dude, they yeah. cripple us. Yep. They like sell out every single oh, time. You going to tuck line? Yeah. Uh, no, dude. They're I will like, say, they're like those bitches are way funnier than you, motherfucker. <laughs> they are. Well, they are. They are funnier. I'm, I'm an ally. I love the LGBT community and the plus. I love all of them. But it would be hilarious if you thought you were a woman. If I thought I was a woman, yeah, that'd be so funny. Like if I genuinely thought I was a woman. Well, no, I'm not if you identified as it. But you know, if if you did drag, that'd be hilarious. That'd be funnier than anything you could say. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that uh, because you look like you think it's gay to tuck your own dick. You'd be like, dude, I'm not touching a dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching I'll my, touch own, my dick. own dick. <laughs> <laughs> jerking off, that's the gayest shit I ever heard of. Making I, a dick come. Well, jerking off's gross. not gay if you have an imagination. <laughs> you just have to pretend your hands are really, really rough pussy. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Really calloused. calloused vag, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. 
It's like a guitar player's hands. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> dude, oh man. In a stand-up show where it's just like dudes in dresses would be just kind of... Never addressing, kind of, never, yeah, dude, never yeah. addressing it. Never addressing it. Yeah, we don't address it. And then just dudes that go out just wearing... We don't address it. <laughs> we don't fire. address it. And we just go out wearing dresses. Don't make a single joke about it. Damn. Don't ask, don't tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, this show's not diverse enough. Like, it's actually only funny if the guys do it, though. If I'm being honest with you, it's not that we don't want to book you guys, but like, if you guys showed up in dresses, it wouldn't be like... And there's one dude who's dressed normally. Yeah, and again, <laughs> not addressed at all. Not addressed. <laughs> what, is he wearing normal clothes, or is he wearing like, oh, yeah. tux? Just, is, he wearing, is he wearing like something I think it's wild? just got to be regular. It can't be like regular. the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's got to be like dress, dress dress, and then like the headliner comes out, and he's just wearing like a shirt and pants. Yeah. <laughs> So, and like, what so was, I, they're like, what the? What was the other? What was the last four? What was that? <laughs> it was on his rider, <laughs> dude. That that's fucking mad with that power, would, dude. Oh, dude. That would be such a fun. Like you get to like the level of being a headliner, it'd be such a funny bit to do. Is like put it in your rider. Like you need like a dress in the in the green room, and then like you know you get there, like the, the host gets there and they meet you and stuff, and they're like, what's this for? And it's like, oh, it's in my rider. Like the host always has to wear a dress. <laughs> just, I'm like my opener addresses it and it's fucking killer but it only makes sense if you're wearing a dress oh, and then I, you don't do a joke about it at all do he's yeah. like sitting there like he gets through the whole show he's like god this kind of fucking sucks gets all the way to your part doesn't have a single joke yeah, about like, it he's like fuck can't wait to see what he says about it <laughs> he comes out for an encore he's like by the way I picked the host outfit and just fucking mic yes. drop. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would. There's not. I think out of principle alone, I just would not do that. If a headliner's like, you gotta wear that. I'd be like, I'm not gonna do that. No. Depends no. on the headliner. Depends on the headliner. <laughs> but if it, if it was like a strictly power move, I'd be like, well, we're not gonna play this game, dude. I'm not yeah. gonna do this. But because dude, what are you gonna do? No. And I'll still go out there and bring you up. You get booked to host it like Helium. You walk into the green room and there's just like a gorgeous cocktail dress just hanging there. That's pretty good. Do you put it on? You know, (laughs) well, am I I by myself? They say, hey, you'll have everything you need in the green room. And you walk in and it's just waiting there. What would you do if if you just didn't pay attention because you were like, like, I feel like Helium should do this once a year. They should just call a comic, tell them they want them to book them for the weekend. You come in, right? And then when they get into the green room, it just says, it's April 1st, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and, but it's not April 1st. It's just a mind, just a mind game. It's just like it's a absolute mind yeah, game. It's just an absolute mind game in which they're off. But I think it would just be funny to be like, dude, we were just kidding. How funny is that, that you thought, that we thought April Fool's what? Day was today? I think if you talk to a, a, enough comics, you'll find there have been a few people who have been told they were booked for something at multiple venues and then get there and find <laughs> out they're not on the show anymore. Well, that's true, too. That happens. Well, that's that's sure I'm not that, saying that's any one specific because it's happened in multiple, but yeah, that's... I thought you were going to say it happened to me. <laughs> uh, no, only like one time, but it, it was like I didn't even get to the venue, so then that didn't happen. Like the day before, I was like, no, they, they're they doing something else. So I was like, mm. fuck. But I have heard of some of our friends like on the walk to the venue That'd or like tough. getting there and like, oh, you didn't know that I'm like, yeah, there's... I, I yeah. knew a, a it guy, does happen. Uh, a comic from Hawaii, lived in Jersey for a while. He uh, he posted a big fuck you post because he got asked to come on tour with uh, Ron Funches. And uh, then the next day, he got an email saying that they actually wanted to reach out to a different comic with the same name. Oh, This just sounds like that episode of Crashing. 
Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, I don't watch again. It's just me writing TV. I've never seen. He's, but it's like when he reaches out to they they contact Pete Holmes in it, and Pete's like in in the show and nobody, and like he met John Mulaney once at like a mic, and they were like, "Hey, his manager was like John Mulaney requested you by name to open for him at this theater," and Pete Holmes was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he must he must have I didn't I uh, it must have been in the back of one of the rooms I've been in this week or something. I must I did have that one really good joke or whatever." And he, fucking, <laughs> and he gets there, and John Mulaney's like. What's up? And he's like, I'm a Pete Holmes. He's like, awesome. What about it? And he's like, I'm here to. He's like, no, I asked for Eric Holmes. Uh, who is this? And the <laughs> manager's like, I thought you said Pete. He's like, who the fuck is Pete? I don't even know who Pete is. Oh shit! Why would I ask for this? I don't know you. That never occurred to you that I don't know you. And Pete's like, yeah, I mean, it did occur to me. I just thought maybe like, and the whole thing. He's like, well, then they they're trying to like get Mike. Like, literally every comic they can, John Mulaney's like, isn't this guy in town? Don't tell me he's not. I know he is. He's a liar. Call that guy. And he's just naming all these comedians, and then they can't make it, so he just lets Pete get out there, and Pete just shits on John Mulaney for, like, ten minutes about how he was a dick to him back there. And John Mulaney's like, hey, he's saying I'm a dick. And they're like, yeah, you are a dick. He's like, yeah, but people don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And it was, it was Wow. It was timed pretty well, I will say. A I, lot of foreshadowing there. I thought I liked his new special. I liked it. I, think, oh, I, I love think, Mulaney, but that is crazy that yeah. he was, they put that line in there when it is like... Literally. He's probably on coke filming that episode. I paraphrased a lot of it. That part I didn't paraphrase. Like That was genuinely... He was like, they don't know that yet. Like, <laughs> if you have the, the object, object permanence of a baby and you think that celebrities just started existing in the state you see them in, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like... Yeah. Like the like the people out there are like, can you believe John Mulaney was a? He used to talk about he talked about how he used to drink in his fucking act. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't think if you work for SNL, you don't have a vice or an addiction, right? I think I mean, I mean most comics in general, you know, have agreed, something. Agreed. Something mix that with probably yeah. the work. It's either like substance of, abuse or like mental health right. or both. There's people who you know? get up and go to yeah. nine to five jobs that have that stuff. Like, yeah. You don't think people who have no real schedule or place to be don't have issues? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pete Pete Davidson's working crazy hours, and it's very apparent. Like his eye, he looks tired. He's yeah. battling a lot. He looks like, like he doesn't have a soul anymore. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon apparently has a pretty hardcore, had a pretty hardcore drinking thing. Pretty Fallon, sure, yeah, Fallon's yeah. sure a pretty. A I, pretty big I always thought he was like a big coke guy. That would explain all the. It doesn't fucking, mean he's not both. The he's right, into right. shit. Both together, kind of rule, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader, I'm sure he's. I mean, you've seen Barry. His mind's gone places. His mind's gone places. I don't know, man. That guy seems really focused. I'd be impressed if I found out that guy was also like a huge booze hound or something. I agree. I think he'd probably be more of like a guy who's like maybe maybe like. Oh, maybe his is like weed, but he just like abuses it. But like again, that's like the stomach. less of yeah. all evils. But I don't know. Do you, did you guys get through Barry? I don't think oh you my have. God, I'm yeah. only on. A, I mean, I I feel like episodes of season three to to explore that kind of like ego death and shit of it. Like uh-huh. it, you got to be microdosing. Like to be honest, like I, yeah, I feel like that's what happens if you go and you work on an action movie every day while microdosing. You start to think about you're like, I'm really just kind of a murderer at heart. Like. I could, yeah, I could see Hater being a big shroomy guy, for sure. Yeah, because you know sure. what? He seems too chill to be a coke guy. But yeah, he seems like he's very like 
Like, he'll talk normal and then get into an impression. I feel like he's not, like... Mulaney was pretty quick with it. Fallon's yeah. pretty quick with it, dude. Yeah. They got, Mulaney like, and Fallon make a lot of sense <laughs> that there's, you know, a little little amphetamine going on in the yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. They seem... They perform like everyone at the party's gathered around them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like... True. Like, someone like Hater, it feels like he was making himself laugh and you heard it, you know? Like, yeah, that's a good... Yeah. Isn't that funny, though? Because, yeah, you have... So, like, you have Mulaney and Hater as, like, a writing duo at times for SNL, right? And then yeah. you, you got one of them's behind the camera, one of them's in front of the camera, but it's still almost reversed. You still almost look at Bill as more of the writery guy and Mulaney as the performer, even yeah. though... So, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think of Mulaney as more of the performer, even though he's on the writer side of that. For SNL, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a role reversal of, like, how I actually feel about them. Well, I feel like Mulaney, he's just, like, he's got his mask on. You know what I mean? He performs as that. And I feel like Bill Hader's whole thing is, like, look, I'll put this mask on. Look, I'll put that mask on. He's fucking Dude. impressive. He rules. I mean, like, I the Bill fact Hader. that he, like, acted, wrote, and directed, you know, most of Barry mm-hmm. impresses the shit out of me. He was a writer on South Park for a while, too. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, Fish Dicks. Fish Dicks. That's Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. That's fire. Dude, Dude he's they got some, he brilliant. got some good ones. I don't know if you've ever seen his documentary Nows. They're fucking... I just, like, recently kind of, like, discovered that show. I, I did not know much about it, but that show fucking rules. It fucking rules, and yeah. he We're big mockumentary it. guys also. Just, like, drop me into someone's life. Give me... Give, yeah. Like, build me in. Let me be... Um, build a world and then have us just enter. American it. Vandal. So good, dude. So the dick... Uh, yeah. yeah. The dicks yeah. Season, one, season one was the who drew the dicks on the cars, and, and season two was, burglar. like, the turd burglar. Holy I don't shit, think I man! Saw any of two? Oh, dude, it's good. Uh, it is. It, it's if you like one, you'll like two. Okay. It's, it's not gonna like blow you away because it didn't come out of nowhere. Right. But just, oh, dude, that that style of like perfectly matching the editing style of something is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you gotta set. I gotta like subconsciously feel like I'm watching it. Like when you're yeah. like in it, dude. Because I watch real documentaries where I'm like, dude, this has to be fake. Like, there's no way. Like, it almost feels like too. You're like, is this a joke? Like, this feels insane that that would actually happen. It's crazy how far we've come with those, like, hybrid reality show, like, History Channel mockumentary bullshits. Because, like, I was watching a show the other day called The Ghost Inside My Child. And it was just a, sorry, it was a reality show where they fucking interview people about, like, their kid who, like, they believe died in 9-11 and was reincarnated. It's so bad and like so clearly like had a woman talk about Wait, did how these pe- did these people actually have a child yeah they actually have a child but then like one day their kids like like they're like why don't why don't you ever say i love you mommy and it's like because you're not my real mommy my real mommy died with me in the plane crash and like fucking like the shit the kids make up their kid people make up their kids yeah, saying yeah, yeah. except it's all really dark and then the parents feed into it where they're like, I printed out every plane crash obituary from the past 40 years and showed it to my child. So they think that a baby ghost yeah, well, took over their baby or their child. And so now there's a, a ghost that's taking control of, of their child. So it's not their child anymore. It's the soul of this dead baby. No, because they believe that it's a fully grown ghost in their they're a live baby. It's a it's an adult like, like ghost this in a one, baby body. Yes, yes. <laughs> See, adult ghost in a baby times. body sounds like a great fucking comedy movie. Yeah. 
I don't know about watching as like a legitimate documentary, but if you pitched me fucking adult ghost baby body, I'm like, let's I make call, that I call now. Not, I call not baby body. <laughs> I call not baby body. There's a, a six-year-old who would wear like bow ties and fedoras and claimed he was like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> that was you. Huh? That was you. Was smoking cigars. You think, I didn't have a dad. You think I could have tied my own bow tie, yeah. dude? No, but I, I mean, I've seen the fedoras. Uh, yeah, it was a face. It was a face. You were fedoras when you were a kid? Yeah, that's not an offering, though. Anyone you could find that definitely out. definitely had, like, an old, like, Italian mobster ghost in your body at some point. <laughs> For sure. You had the... Yeah, dude, you had some fucking, like, Tim Robinson character fucking ghost. <laughs> like, with the cigars, like, uh... Stands out They're gonna fedoras. think it's fake. They're gonna think it's fake. Oh, dude. I don't know. I just, like... Imagine like, did you do your homework and you're like, don't worry about the homework. <laughs> I took care of the homework. <laughs> you, you think you don't feel like loved enough by your parents? Imagine if your parents were feeding into like, no, you're probably a reincarnated 40 year old man who slipped off a building during a construction accident. Like, like you're never good enough for your kid. Your parents fucking. Yeah. Your parents are just like, there's no way you're, you're my kid. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just distancing you yourself. Suck. Yeah, you suck. You gotta have a ghost in you or something. I don't like you. Coaching your kid's little league, he strikes out. You're like, actually, we're pretty sure he's the reincarnated Hitler. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. He strike out. Not my kid. Ghost of a ghost of a dictator. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Stalin. We're trying to get him to sports so he doesn't try to organize his own shit. <laughs> You should have seen what he was using the bat for before. <laughs> uh, before the cast, I, I mentioned that my dad uh, benched me a lot when he was my Little League coach. Yeah. I do want to be clear. I don't have any memories of him benching me. I just don't have any memories of uh, hitting or catching the ball when he was my coach. He just, he, he, you don't have the memory, but he just reminded you every day when he called old. Yeah, I saw, I saw pictures of him blowing a whistle at me. I was <laughs> like, when was this? Knock on your bedroom door and he's like, hey, hey, Rust, uh, Hey, you remember when you played baseball and I was your coach and I used to bench you? You're like, yeah, why? Just wanted to remind you, and then he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you never get ahead in self-esteem ever. Remember that hit Pretty you much. had today? No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> Every day he would walk in my room, point out another trophy, and be like, that one was a participation award, too. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. Remember all the times I told you good job? No. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> As me a neither. dad, keeping a list of the times you actually thought they did a good job, <laughs> just like <laughs> on your deathbed, hand him a post-it note. Here's like, here's the times I meant I love you. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like a calendar, and he just writes down like I love you on days that he says it, and he has to like check back, and he's like, he's like, should I say it today? And he looks, and he's like flipping through, and he's like. Yeah, it's only been three months. We can go another month. <laughs> it's like the every other urinal move. It's like you can, it's gay to, to say I love <laughs> yeah, you, you too much to in a row. It out. Yeah, yeah. You you to spread it out. The urinal move is funny as hell, dude. I honestly though, some people, some people, like I know, like I, some dads don't say I love you a lot, and you're like, all right, maybe they're saving it for the big moments. You know what I mean? Really, when they actually fucking, they're not just gonna be throwing it around willy nilly. But then you'll hear like you watch like a reality TV show and like. Someone's dad will come visit them, and they'll be like, I'm so proud of you. And he's like, my dad has never said that before. And you're like, this is Love Island. Why would he choose right now? <laughs> Why would he choose right now to be proud of you for the first time? You graduated college, what, didn't bat an eye? <laughs> but he's like, look at you, fucking on television. <laughs> exactly. Unbelievable. <laughs> He I'm just, fucking proud of He you. sees the camera, and he's like, oh, this one will count forever. Dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, come here, boy. <laughs> 
I love you, son. <laughs> it's fucking. He's like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> you, there was one on like a Survivor episode where the guy's like, my dad never really told me that he loved me a lot, and I was like, you both have ponytails. I don't believe you. I hundred percent your dad. I was like, and then by the end of the episode, that guy kissed the other guy on the lips, and he was like, I'll no. see you later, son. Good luck. And I was like. He doesn't say I love you a lot. My fucking ass, dude. He's, he's sneaking in ass grabs in the middle of the night. Sometimes I think my dad doesn't even notice my ponytail. <laughs> it was wow. I was like, your dad literally looks like he loves love. All right, dude. He loves love. There's a, there's a show on Netflix. I, I'm so mad. I can't remember what it's called now. My roommate and I watch when we get drunk. Uh, but it's like, it's hosted by Goldberg. Nice. And Fire. it's they set up like a, it's like a sword competition show. So everyone brings on their own custom-made sword that they made at home, and then there's like an obstacle course, and they have to go through with their homemade sword and like cut different like types of wires and cut through cut through meats and cut boards and cut like giant like tubes of sand and shit. It's old English ninja warrior. It's it's like medieval ninja warrior. It's it's nuts. But uh, the people on the show are insane. And are they like they're they're like blacksmith enthusiasts, or are they, like, or are they, they like they think they are? They enthusiasts? think yeah, they're no 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 are no. They they're Renaissance, all, Renaissance fair people. Renaissance fair okay. people, and like they like make their own swords, and they have this guy who's like a sword specialist, and they have to get their sword approved for the obstacle course. <laughs> so he'll be like, he's like, all right, the weight of the blades, all right. I mean, it's a little it's a little wobbly. Like I'm not sure if it's sharp enough. And and these people think they made like the perfect blade. He just tears apart their blade. But then he goes. But it passes the op- it passes the uh, the thing, so you can go on and do the obstacle course. So now these people go on these fucking shit blades, right? And they go through the obstacle sure. course. This is a long story to say. There's one guy who went through it, and at the end of it, he like they're showing the highlights, and he fucking sucked. But he's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I just I'm really glad I went out there. I really feel like I made my father proud. And I was oh. like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Like failing the sword, make your own sword dude. obstacle course. I think my dad probably saw this one. He yeah. probably liked that I participated. I think it made my dad proud, and it was just like every ex- every whack just had so much more weight to it now. When I was watching the highlights, I'm yeah. like, oh man, dude, that was fuck you, dad. Fuck it's you. It's just like a fundamental misunderstanding of your dad as a person. Like it's like you know that by virtue of being your dad, he's not a virgin, right? Like, <laughs> like the things that are cool to you are not cool to him. Your dad was cool at least once. <laughs> Your dad is at least cooler than you. Yeah. It's really sad, actually, to think about that. Like, like this is how they. F- this is the avenue they found to make their dad proud. Imagine all the ways they failed before that. Like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like, there's no way you start with medieval obstacle courses. Like, no. Yeah, I don't know how you get to. And the thing is, is. Uh, I don't think you're, it really matters how proud your father is of the shit you do. No. You know? There's definitely weren't proud of them. I don't think there's anything no. gayer than wanting your yeah. dad to be proud, to no. be honest. No. But you do want your dad to be proud, so defend it. Well, no, my dad just is proud, so oh. that's what it is. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, it just... If you lost that, that, wouldn't, that checked, wouldn't ruin you? I've already checked off. I was actually thinking about this today. You know how, like, you know how, like, some guys have, like, horror stories of, like, moments with, like, girls or, like, what a girl said to them and it was, like, humiliating or whatever like that? I don't really no. have a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't really have a lot of those, but what I will say is my dad has made comments in passing sometimes where I'm like, that has stuck with me for years. <laughs> Dude, like, the one time I... So, Casey, if you don't know, I basically, every year for Christmas, with whatever I get... Like, if I get anything, like, stocking stuff wise for my dad, I'll get him, like, a nice whiskey. Okay. You know? Just give him a nice whiskey every year. Just throw it in there. 
He doesn't drink a lot, but he likes a nice whiskey. Get him that. We go over for barbecues. You know, sometimes if it's like a big event, I'll bring, you know, a nice whiskey over, something like that. I went over recently the other day, and he was like, dude, I got this new whiskey. Oh, my God, it was so good. And he was he went to go pour himself some, and he went to go pour my brother some. And he was like, well, did you? Well, you don't like whiskey, right? And I was like, I'll literally freak out right now. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, you have zero attention to detail. Second of all, have you been thinking I don't like whiskey this entire time? Have you just been thinking I'm a fucking baby back bitch this whole fucking time? He's like, my son doesn't even like whiskey, and that's the only thing yeah. he drinks. You, right. You, he's probably thinking, like, oh, people keep giving Jeff whiskey, and he's like, I can't drink this. I'll just give it to my dad for Christmas. Well, like, what do you think? I'm just hand me down in whiskey to you? I'm buying nice whiskey. I'm buying it. I'm picking it out. Dude, I never noticed this before, but your dad definitely was just like, he saw it as you being like, I don't know what men like. Like, whiskey? Dog. Can I get him a monster yes. truck? <laughs> I've gotten him, like, a decanter, like how they have in the offices that are really nice, and they're like, fucking, I know we're on the clock, but here, yeah. have a fucking glass, dude. I fucking, I'm like... I'm like, how could you at all slip the mind that I am... When you think of whiskey, you don't even think of me? I fucking <laughs> drop know, it yeah, off. I Dude, give it to you. He might as well have been year. like, oh, well, you can't make that dinner because you have your Zumba class. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when he, well, you don't like whiskey, right? I was like, Dude, what you, have you been thinking that this whole time? Yeah, you think I don't like whiskey? I fucking, I, that's like my favorite drink. All I drink is whiskey. I don't want to drink tequila. Tequila makes me angry. Vodka makes me yell... At Rusty, you know, it's just... Whoa, whatever alcohol you're holding really changes what ethnicity you look like. That's fair. I agree with that. I just pictured you with both of those, dude. It's all over the place. It's all yeah. over the place. Tequila, it makes you angry. Tequila makes me... It makes me nasty. Not whiskey. I'm the other way around. Whiskey gets me... Whiskey gets me fired up. Tequila. So what does tequila do for you, then? It's... Uh, it's uh, gets Invisibility. Me up, dude. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? That? Gets me up, dude. Yeah, I might I start dancing or something. I'm, oh, Do some okay. karaoke. I'm more like... I'm your buddy with whiskey, dude. I'm like, dude, I fucking love you, brother. I always have a hard turn on whiskey. I can be like that, but then it's like, then there's like a... A switch. (laughs) Oh, there's a switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I've always fucking hated about you. And like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it can be, uh, it can, it can be a bad. Uh, it's not that bad. That it's not like I have, like hated about you, but it's like I'm. I'll try to make a point that I don't need to be making at that point in the night. That'd be you so know? sick, dude. If we just got drunk together and you're like, Jeff, dude, you know what I fucking hate about you? I'm like, oh no, this is my least favorite part of the night. Damn it! You're like, I wanted to share the poem I wrote with you. Uh, yeah. This is called Ten Things I Fucking Hate About You." <laughs> Yeah, no, whiskey, whiskey gets me, uh, yeah, whiskey gets me a little, a little too, now let me ask a little you too aggro. When you, is it, when you're, when you feel that way, is it that you've been sipping on it all night, or are you, like, taking the shots? Who sips it? Uh, dude, I, uh, my dad sips it, my dad taking shots, brother, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, your dad sipping he's it? Got, he's got a pace to him where you're like, we're so not Have you ever told your dad pace. you're a bigger man than he is? <laughs> dude, we did, dude, we, I went to my parents' house and played flip cup with my brothers and, and drank with my brothers and parents, and it was so funny to see the gap in difference of what they can handle and what I can handle, because I didn't even go that hard, they just, it's the inexperience. Dude, it is like, it's alarming when you're like around people that don't drink the way that you do. It's, dude, they were and, playing flip cup oh, with yeah. shots. I'm like... Guys, let's just pour a little bit of like a beverage in there. It's just to take a sip and then you flip. We're going to play a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to be seven shots deep after seven rounds of this. And they're just like, this is all I have. And I'm the, like, you guys are literally crazy and you guys are done after this. Like, you're parents, done after this, dude. Of all they and know, my brothers. Well, oh, your brothers are 
they're just copycats. But your parents, they're young twenties, yeah. dude. All parents have time for is shots. They're like, all right, the kids just went to their friend's house. We have twenty minutes to get wasted and, and fucking party, dude. Yeah, like they don't have time to sit and get drunk. Yeah, me, I'm like a cat. I can't like. I thought I liked whiskey because the taste of it doesn't make me like throw up in my mouth. You like drink your saucer out of it. You drink your whiskey yeah. out of a saucer. <laughs> no, I just mean like. It, like, sudden changes freak me out. I get skittish. So, like, if I'm doing shots and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm drunk. And like, then you feel that no the drunkness good, no right good. away. Yeah, I, I do hate that. Like, that does happen every once in a while. I'm like, if it's like I haven't eaten, you know, and yeah. then I start to drink. And, like, the second drink I'm already, like, feel yeah. the hotness. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this is going to be a long night if I don't eat or drink some water right now. When I get drunk, I feel like drunk me is, like, holding sober me up. Like, if you've ever had to, like, walk your, like, passed out friend somewhere, like, I feel like I'm in a constant yep. state of, like, what's up, guys? Yeah, no, just chilling here. Yeah, where you gotta, like, do like do the thing with your body. You're like, all right, let me get myself ready to take care of myself. <laughs> let me find my spine. Yeah, I know like, I left it bit. in here. The, uh, the, fir- the first time, speaking of, like, sipping whis- uh, sipping tequila or liquor in general. You're wasted. I am You're hammered. Speaking of the first time, we're going to die. When I was, like... 11 or 12 I was at uh, we were at like a family uh, party and my dad had had a he was used to drink Cuervo he would sip Cuervo which is disgusting okay and and I remember like going up to him I don't know why I like knew this as a child but I I saw him sipping the tequila and we were like in our our friend's driveway and I remember seeing him sip the tequila and I went uh what are you sipping that for dad you are you pussy? I don't know if I call him a pussy, but I I, I alluded that, was that he was being a bitch for sipping the tequila, and he went, "Here, why don't you try it?" And gave me the the shot glass, and I threw it back in front of my dad and my mom, and my mom was like, "Dennis," and my dad was like, "Oh, no!" And like he was like he was excited at first, <laughs> yeah. but then like, "Oh, why the fuck did you do that? You just got me in trouble, you piece of shit." <laughs> but like, yeah, how'd you handle it? Like a champ. You just fucking down <laughs> like it. Like a, a champ, kid. How dude. old were you? I said like 11 or 12. 11 or 12, you were just like, I got to keep a stern face no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I would have been yeah. like, I would only blew it. Inside, like, I think I was like, oh, and I was like ready to throw up, but I just called my dad a pussy. So I had to like, you know, kind of right. like keep it all together. Yeah. We were but, a pro wrestling kid. So you knew how, you knew Steve Stone Cold, Steve Austin. That's would probably exactly it what it was. You yeah, probably, yeah. I've been dying to drink alcohol. Yeah. I've been waiting for <laughs> I've this. Waiting years for this shit, dog. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what if Steve was yeah. here? It's just so funny. I have no idea why I thought to like make fun of my dad for sipping the tequila. Good I must have you. like seen it on TV or something. Good some instincts. Shit. Yeah. Good instincts. And, and so I called him out. He gave me the shot. And then, um, uh, I mean, I was all downhill for me after that. Yeah, it was just like, you spent the rest of your life drinking like you just called your dad a pussy. Like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fuck, that is what it's been. You're absolutely right. Well, you 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 have multiple DUIs or just the one? Just one. Just Come the on. one. All right. Just one. Not a collector. Well, 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 I'm not a collector. Just one. Well, we have a it's lot of friends with multiple. It's not even on record. Come on. You don't even have it. It's not even on record. So what the fuck like are you a... doing putting it back on record, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear us up here. No one can hear us up here. Fucking <laughs> off the record, dog. Dude, the only person in this jurisdiction is Batman. You don't got to worry all about right. him. No, yeah. Well, I did the ARD and all this shit. So That's sick. It's supposed to be off the record. All of my crimes are off the record and i had this one lawyer he was like 
His name is John Sitzler. Recommend him if you get in trouble in the South Jersey area. <laughs> Plugging lawyers what on What the fuck, dude? Do we get our first endorsement deal? Uh, no, dude. I think he might be Satan. It'd like, be sweet if we had like a Saul Goodman dude, type. It actually yeah. is kind we of do. funny that like so many podcasts, they do the like how to shave your, like the, you know, Manscaped and like Blue Chew and whatever the fuck. Blue Because that's obviously what like everyone who listens to podcasts needs. But how has there not been lawyer plugs on podcasts? Dog, at least locally. Yeah. Like if you're like divorce, tax, the big <laughs> the biggest one in Drugs. Austin, Texas needs to call Joe Rogan. They're absolutely. Like, I'll just pay for one spot. Uh, if you one spot, absolutely. Put it on like a Gillis episode or something. I was legit, and then we'll fucking we'll just go off of that pop alone. You it's, know what I mean? Like like the Super Bowl of single that. dads. Yeah, like, yeah. You we, guys gotta start that. You gotta start hitting up some South Jersey lawyers. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyone listening to our podcast is probably already on house arrest. Uh, we, we do a podcast where most people confess to things. We feel like we can tie in some good ad space for defense. <gasps> we totally defense should we attorney. Do that? Should we? Should we? We should like live on the podcast call people and be like, "Hey, we want to do a deal with you." And they're like, what's the deal? Like, you give us money, and then we'll just say your company on our podcast. And they'll be like, what podcast? I'm like, don't fucking worry about it, dude. This is Joe Rogan. <laughs> what do you want? Exciting news. We're calling representing a podcast. <laughs> Exciting no, better. news. Tell me it's Big Boy Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> the radio station? Like, well, now you're talking. Radio station sounds legitimate. It's like a radio station that you can't listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel, it's like, it's like the Harry Potter uh, train station. It's like it's in between two dials. You ever get that way though? Like you have like family members that are like, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking listen to it. I found out my dad listen. listens to it like regularly. Yeah, which is a shame because you talk about not the most positive things about your Well, dad. it's true. I had a really funny story to tell about him this week, and then he ended the conversation where he told me the funny story with like, yeah, well, anyway, looking forward to hearing your podcast. Love hearing your voice when I'm in the car. I'm just like, oh, God. Man, that's so sweet. Love you, dad. <laughs> really cramping my creative juices over here though. Your dad definitely sips whiskey. <laughs> no, he doesn't. My dad is, oh, my God. Yo, Bob, I'm about to, you might want to cover your ears, man, because I'm going to tell him your dark secret. My dad can't drink for shit. He mixes. That's a secret. He drinks his orange juice with cranberry juice and Malibu, and he drinks that at home, and he calls it his special drink. Well, I know I know that he's not a drinker because you let off with the non-alcoholics. You're like, yeah. he mixes his orange juice because that's what he had. He didn't have Malibu. He had orange <laughs> juice. And we put a little bit in there and we put cranberry juice as well. Well, you don't want to put you don't want to say the Malibu first. It kind of gives away the whole drink. You're just like, gay. All right, cool. Your dad drinks. He was building vacation. tension. I don't know. Professional. Thank you. I don't think so. Professional. I don't think so. You think I can't build tension with my father? Is that what you're saying? Well, that I know. I, that <laughs> I can definitely that. build tension with my father. You're building tension with me right now. I'm feeling very <laughs> uncomfortable. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> that was a great podcast. The day that we learned that I'm Rusty's male uh, father figure. It's pretty great. Well, it, yeah. one, I have many, many. Yeah, but at the time, I mean, it was pretty much dominated. Just, you know, I was did you, did you not think you were? I didn't know until did I was you like, think you're asking me a was? lot of questions. Hmm? You pre-thought he was before this? You were like, Rusty probably looks up to Jeff a lot. I think within the jersey the jersey guys, I always thought Jeff, you know, kind of bit of the glue. Oh, all right. Bit I, of the yeah. glue. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a foundation. Yeah, he's a sticky I'm guy. A strong, I can see that. I'm a strong, yeah. sticky foundation. Yeah. Yeah, we would all probably we would all probably go our own ways and fucking implode, probably. Uh, J- Jeff always had, like, big, like, watching out energy to me. You know, like, <laughs> he's always just, like, watching out for his boys. 
you know <gasps> Jeff well, looks like, like the bouncer of a place no one wants yeah. to be <laughs> like, like you bomb and Jeff comes up to you and he like puts his hand around like the back of your neck and he's just like hey I still love you you know I still love you alright dude, dude, he I, benched me off a set once <laughs> dude I did used to do that on the baseball team anybody that would strike out I would just call him and I'd be like and dude you're still the best looking guy on the team who cares? <laughs> and he'd be, like, he'd be like, what? And I'd be like, dude, no one's yeah. even thinking about your strikeout. <laughs> like, no one's even thinking about it. You don't know why? Because they're all talking about how handsome you are. They're talking about your smoke show girlfriend Talk right now. <laughs> and then meanwhile, yeah, we had this one baseball coach that it would... I, I, that was pretty good to do most years. You know what I mean? I could fuck around with people. But one coach would, if you weren't paying attention, he would just look at you and go, what's the count? And you would go, uh... And your buddy would go, it's a two and one. Two, one, two, and, you, two one. and you go, two one. And he goes... It's no, it's like a three-two, and, and then I look at your friend, and the friend's like, <laughs> "You gotta run laps." Damn, <laughs> dude, it'd be so fucking funny. But I remember I was like, "Damn, I gotta stop complimenting people. I'm getting too distracted in the dugout. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to the game, dude. I don't know what's going on. I'm too busy handing out Jeff's compliments." Jeff's getting in his own But to be head. fair, if you're on the bench, why does it matter when you know what the fucking pitch count is, dude? There's one person. There's on the literally right nothing you be, can do. I'll check in. There's nothing you can first. do about like what's happening on the field. When you're sitting on the bench in a baseball game, one band, one sound. It's man. not like you're like at basketball or football or hockey where it's like we got to sub out real quick. Like right. you got to know what you're about to get into. Like you're just yeah. sitting there waiting for your turn to go fucking hit the ball or go back out yeah, in the field. Dude, if I'm on deck or I'm in the hole or something like that, I got my my helmet or my bat. If I'm over here with the fellas, I'm not up anytime soon. I might have been the last out. Right. I might have been the the <laughs> furthest away from now being up to bat. <laughs> but you don't know because you were thinking about complimenting your boys, so you completely blacked out that bat. I blacked out. I'm like, who's gonna compliment me? How come nobody compliments me when I strike out? What the fuck? You're just Dude. thinking about what your friends might say to you, and you're not even <laughs> swinging. They just keep throwing the ball. Dude. <laughs> you don't think I struck out laughing before? Oh, I have a good time playing. I'm there for the fun. I'm there for the fun. Well, I think that's an expression. That's I like that. Struck out laughing. Dude, that's I struck fun. out. I struck out laughing. Struck out laughing. The day Michael Jackson died, I struck out laughing. <laughs> my buddy kept screaming Michael Jackson died, and I thought he was joking. But, like, he said it the whole inning before, and I was like, that was kind of weird to be saying that. And then I was up to bat, and he just kept screaming it in the dugout, and I was like, li I literally was, I was like, was crying, he having laughing. a hard time with it, or he just kept he just trying go, to. He'd just go, Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> Michael Jackson is dead. And then, like, you're up to bat, and you're like, that's the weirdest heckle I've ever heard. And I, then I got back, and they're like, yeah, he died. And I was like, I looked at my mom, and my mom was like, yeah, Michael Jackson died. I was like, damn, during our baseball game? That's crazy. That's you're, you're like one of those old people who's like, I'll never forget where I was when Michael Jackson died. Yes. How about Bottom how about, of the eighth. <laughs> how about Kobe? Because I, I know where I was when Kobe died. I was on a podcast. You were on a podcast? I'm documented on it when finding out the news. I'm, I was on, I got, when I got the belt for guest of the year on uh, on Nerds with Words. Yeah, formerly. He formerly nerds with words. Me and Crolius were on it with uh, Neil and Adam, and then I checked my phone, and I was like, "Yo, Kobe just died." And I was like, "We were ending the podcast anyway," but I was like, "Honestly, fellows, nothing matters anymore. We got to stop talking about whatever we're talking about." Kobe Bryant just fucking died. Yeah, that's and they caught it. Brutal. So, you, did you guys end up like talking about it and stuff? A little bit, yeah. It's like probably still there. Yeah, it's. I'm literally like, oh, I found out on camera, which you is cry. No, I will say I cried when I watched the video of the helicopter crash. When you watch the actual. Thing crash into the I don't mountain. I watched the actual crash. Is there it's, footage of the crash? Dog, it's not good, dude. They like the the Bryant family like sued the police department for releasing pictures like the bodies. And yeah, shit. they probably that was out there. Yeah, I saw, dude. You see, you see somebody who's nearby. Mr. Bryant, can I get a selfie? And uh, it's spinning you out. Know what? Maybe I did see that one. Yeah, and it explodes. And like, dude, as you're watching it, you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, like, damn, there's like three little girls in that plane right now. 
Like, there's three yeah. little girls on that plane. Kobe Bryant's on that plane. A couple other fathers are on that plane. Like, you're just watching it, and you're like, God damn, dude. Like, I just watched them all die. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really want to watch that again. Like, I'm good on watching that. It was all like... Uh, I cried then. I don't even know if I want to make the joke I was going to make. Go ahead, dude. Make the joke. <laughs> just like, I like how you have, like, the fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, the list of the people on the, the plane where you're yeah. like, oh, you know exactly who is on it. But, like, if one of the Epstein flights had gone down and we were like, wow, a lot of good people on that plane. A lot of terrible ones, too, actually. <laughs> yeah, dude. For sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I well, think. It would have been funny if it happened before we found out about the actual, like, Epstein Island. Because then everyone was just mourned everybody dying in the plane crash. We're like, oh, man, they're just trying to go to their private island and have a good time. And they uh, died on the way there. That's so fucking sad. It's tragic, dude. <laughs> that would have been, been the And not realizing before. how many lives were actually saved that day. <laughs> that, how many lives were truly saved on that evening. The, the submarine that went to see Epstein's Island. <laughs> dude, I the submarine. Dude, so the submarine thing. I Casey, you just got back from Boston? Yeah. I want to talk to you about that because I just got back from Boston. Yeah, uh, I know. The mean boys. There. Just fucking missed you. But I, when I was there, so the beginning of the week, I was there, and I'm literally at the bar with Aaron, and I'm watching the TV, and it's like local news is on, which is a terrible thing to have on at the bar, but it's just local <laughs> news, and they're talking about I-95 in Boston on the news, and I'm like, damn, I-95 made the fucking Boston news, it's that big of a deal, and then the very next thing they show is the submarine thing. And I'm like, damn, local news, pretty crazy. Like, that submarine thing is pretty crazy. You go on Twitter, like, that night, I'm like, the whole world is watching this submarine. I literally thought we were just, like, watching, like, a passing I-95. There's a submarine lost at sea. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, dude, what a fucking whirlwind of a week the, the submarine week has been. You thought it's, you were the nuts. only one who knew? You were like, wow, dude. <laughs> dude, I went on this trip. You know about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I actually caught it at a Boston bar local news you wouldn't get it you probably didn't even see it <laughs> like, i think the the best part about that was like that the navy came out and said that it like they heard an implosion on sunday yeah. and so <laughs> really it was just like th four days of like worthless speculation <laughs> like <laughs> they could have just been like oh yeah we heard some shit Probably them, but like it's just they're like, mm, let's let them run with it. They seem to be having a good time with this one. Heard something coming from yeah. Rusty's mystery box. Yeah. <laughs> did you say near the Titanic wreckage? Oh, we heard something. Oh, yeah, we heard something. It did not sound good either. You imagine though being like, why didn't you tell us? And they're like, because it's fucking top secret, bro. I just hope we're not even supposed to be around here. <laughs> like, I, I hope I'm alive to see a submarine implode while diving to look at the wreckage of the submarine that imploded. <laughs> did you, you want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Implosion wanna, inception. I want to see how meta we can get it. Let's build okay. an underwater graveyard of, of just gawkers. Did you see they rubbernecking? <laughs> <laughs> just submersible rubbernecking. Graveyard of gawkers in the ocean. Jesus. <laughs> Did you see they added their names to the Titanic memorial? No. Did you see that? Somebody, I don't know who. The, I, I I wish I can give credit to it. Bro. I don't know. But the best tweet about it was they they took that and they were just like that's like somebody drowning at like the infinity pool at like um fucking ground zero and then like being like we're gonna put him on the 9-11 yeah wow. you're like yeah, what no, for real. yeah yeah <laughs> like that guy wasn't even a part of me just died on the side yeah like someone someone just like was riding a scooter and like went through an intersection and got clipped by a car right in front of nine like the towers well, dude and they were like, well, like he was here yeah he also suffered yeah. on this location. kind of conspiracy theory shit but that makes me wonder if maybe not everyone on that sub maybe a few of them were actually spending the money because they were like no my dream is to die on the Titanic. Like, like, you know what I mean? 
I guess. Did you see that? But Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, I spent $1,000 on the submarine ride. 500000 to be added to the Titanic obituaries. It's worse when you find out James Cameron's been there like 33 times. <laughs> He's like, bro, I've been out of the Titanic a ton. He's like, I just like <laughs> yeah. went with like people that knew what they were doing. <laughs> I went with like Why the military. That way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like a white karate instructor. He's like, they did not know the way of water. <laughs> They're like, you can't go down there with a sub like that. James Cameron's like, I did that a fucking ton, dude. You just need like military-grade equipment. You can't be pulling out Camping World. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see the, the video oh, yeah, of doing yeah, with that? the handles and Bro, stuff like that? Bro, I was that. like, yeah, yeah. what an incriminating video. The video, the, this is the controller, was like, oh my god. Dude, it's like battle bots. Like, yes, like, dude, yeah. exactly. It's like you're inside of a battle bot. <laughs> and it's you versus... 13,000 feet of water. <laughs> they put themselves in an air fryer and submerged Basically, it. yeah. <laughs> it's a land CRC. Well, uh, two out of three ain't bad. That's, uh, <laughs> that stupid, cheap motherfucker made all those people's deaths funny. Like, everyone, yeah. you know, I thought about it. I was like, damn, dude, if that was me on that sub, I'd be panicking. Everyone's, like, tweeting how funny it is out there. I'm like, it's kind of fucked up. And then you, like, you watch all that, and you're like, no, it was this guy. This guy made it a meme, and now everyone <laughs> else is a part of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That video is the worst. You're now a part of the GameCube submarine. That's not great. But it's dumb, like, because, you know, like, all three of us as comics, like, if we're in that submissible and we saw the fucking reaction to it, how much people were laughing at it, it's like we could die knowing we killed right at the end. Yes. (laughs) Man, Man. I'm going out on an applause break by society. Oh, man, that that is a great punchline. Like, just being... Being so fucking wealthy that you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to just kill myself by diving into the ocean and pretending like I wanted to see the Titanic. I knew what I was doing. Dude, some fucking hitman was out there like, $250,000, bro. I would have killed you for $100,000. I would have fucking murdered you. You should have just asked me if you wanted to fucking die. Every hitman's price, like, their just price just went up. They're like, no, I got to start charging more. Jesus. Dude, and it, I won't even drown you, It was bro. an elaborate assassination. One guy on that was a regular guy who got an email like, congrats, you want a trip to see the Titanic. It's like ex machina. You're like, I'm the winner. I, I was chosen for this. <laughs> <laughs> for an experiment. Oh, man. All right, back on my conspiracy theorist shit. I hope I hope that we don't start seeing a lot more of this. Like the government's like, oh, if we want to control the news cycle, let's just kill a bunch of people in a really funny way. Let's just do a thousand ways to die. Train derailments and shit like that. Yeah, right? They're just fucking. Yeah. They're like, dude, oh no. Tragedies right. are getting hilarious. You mentioned Kobe, the Kobe thing, though. Yeah, I brought it up. <laughs> I brought it up because yeah, I did want to say. I did people. also want to say because I found out that Kobe died at Coles. <laughs> oh. At, like, at a, at at a, a Kohl's. Kohl's. I was like... <laughs> that was like your buddy Kohl's? I was like grabbing... I was getting some new pants, and a grown <laughs> man came up to me. He was like, did you see? And he like showed me on his phone. He's like, Kobe just died. And I was like, oh, fuck. Really? How? And he was like, this helicopter crashed. And we just had this moment together, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an extra pair of pants. <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> yeah, you only live once, dude. You poured out for Kobe. Double, double, double Levi's for me that day. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Money's material. <laughs> yeah, you know, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> Just put it on my Kohl's cash. Put it on, yeah. put it on my Kohl's card. Do you um, want to open up a Kohl's card? Sure. Colby. Doesn't matter. Oh, I have a Kohl's card. Trust. Kohl's card. Trust, dude. What, what's fucked is that guy um, probably wouldn't have come up to me. I feel like if that guy saw me shopping for slacks and Kohl's, he yeah, would not think that I even know. He's, he's like, this like, guy needs to know that Kobe just died, which, to be fair, I'm never a big basketball fan. Um, but you know but, what? 
that guy, that was for him. That wasn't for him. He needed to say that to another man. He was like, my wife's not going to understand this. She's not going to care. You know? He found you four hours away. Oh, yeah. He came. I I didn't see him coming. He came from somewhere. (laughs) He definitely was like walking around his phone. He's like, "Uh, woman, woman, uh, child, (laughs) child, no. Fat guy. uh, Oh, there's one. (laughs) And he just came up to me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what's your your 40 speed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Did you hear Kobe died? (laughs) <laughs> when was the last time you played a sport? College, perfect. Okay, uh, that guy's wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> guy, fucking, he t- he knows sports. He he knows. But all right, so uh, with the Kobe thing and the submissible thing, so we didn't laugh when you know helicopter crashed. But we laughed when a sub imploded in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our helicopter crash is not funny. <sighs> Honestly, after watching that one video, it really wasn't. But, but that's because you didn't see video of what happened to the 100% submarine. I think that's why people have been able to laugh at it Yeah, more than – because, like, there's no – like, because you're right. Because when you see something happen, it immediately isn't funny. Like, like maybe, like, a couple days later. Um, but with the submissible thing, I think that, like, if people would have, like, actually just, like, watched it, like, boom, like, just yeah. fucking condense and pop and then there's no bodies, people would have been like, oh, this is more magic than rusty's closet (laughs) no all right so like i agree with you i do think that would change things for a large majority of people but i also think that like intentions everything and if kobe had been flying to go visit the 9-11 memorial it would have been a lot funnier a little more ironic yeah yeah Yeah. drowning while you try to see the titanic is funny yeah there's no irony in the helicopter crash really if you think about it the fact that he played for the Lakers is what killed him because he lived in L.A. And the reason he started helicoptering around was because of L.A. traffic. And, and he just didn't want to sit in L.A. traffic for hours at a time. So he would be like, I'm going to go helicopter. I'm going to learn how to get like to I'm going to like travel via helicopter and potentially learn how to do it. And then he dude, he was like just taking the girls to like a basketball practice. Dude, they were just yeah. helicoptering like a basketball. practice. Well, and, or and, and I really, truly mean no disre- disrespect to the family. But like, are we at a point where natural selection can account for greed like if you have too much money do we have enough stuff for you to buy that can kill you now yeah, that it's like the universe fair. is like up oh, too much money you tr- now you're gonna try to go and on a I, submersible and I, and I buy a race like, car yeah, i feel yeah. like if you want to if you die because you did something spending a lot of money good for you yeah. you know because you had to work your ass off to earn all that money right so you might as well die spending it too Kobe lived. It is beautiful like that. Seven lifetimes that. in forty years. Fuck yeah! That dude won five NBA championships, MVPs, and won a fucking Oscar. Yeah, and that and that's just the time he saved not driving in LA. Right, dude. <laughs> dude, if you fucking dude, if I gave you seven lifetimes, do you think you could do one of those things? I think that I could write a book. What the fuck? His one, his script won an Oscar, dude. I don't think I could do one of those things. I think I could finish a project. I feel like I would need seven lifetimes to finish one thing. I could live in L.A. That's like as close as I would get to. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Get a participation trophy for seven lifetimes. Yeah, dude. The seven lifetimes achievement award goes. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine like one of us trying to do like what Kobe did to like get as good as he was? Like he would like. What stay in the gym and like shoot like a thousand like jump shots in a row, like twenty hours in the gym. Yeah, can you imagine? You know, just like repeating the same joke like over and over and over and over. But if you I could mean, get better doing that, you would. Huh? You would totally do that. Be like, it's like my penis. It's like my penis. <laughs> just over and over into the in the mirror. Your XP is just going. Up. Yeah, like, just I'm gonna crush it this weekend. Yeah, you're like far. You gotta be like level. doing like the jump shot as you do it. It's like my penis. It's like my penis. <laughs> it's like my penis. <laughs> 
You go to a fucking yeah. David Buster's, like, this guy can't see all my penis when basketball. It's the new Kobe. My penis. <laughs> Every time you get a punchline on stage, you can, like, do, like, the, you'd, like, to do the pop-up. Like, it's, you'd, like, set up, set up, set up, and then you're like, eh? I, Nailed it. I, I call my penis Kobe because I broke it while trying to helicopter. You motherfucker. God damn it, you Rusty. motherfucker. We said it wasn't funny. I mean, it's kind of funny. Now, now Kobe's in your memory box. Yep. <laughs> He's in all of our memory boxes. He's in all about of our memories box. Oh, my God. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, this has been a fucking blast. Are we at, are we're, we at time? We're, we're at. We're over an hour, dude. We're fucking. Let's fucking land this chopper. Uh, <laughs> Casey, you've been fucking amazing, dude. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> Any holes in your heart? Yeah, to plug? yeah I got. I have uh, driving in traffic. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of just dealing with it. All right, <laughs> sit there and suffer, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Pain is weakness leaving the box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to plug traffic, making your father proud. <laughs> um, no, I got a. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have podcasts. I need to. I need to do one. I need to make one. I think the people um, deserve your voice. Oh, thanks, man. Well, they're going to um, re-listen to this a few times, but they'll get they'll get sick of it eventually. They'll get sick of it. Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely get sick of it. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a cast, but I do have. Let's see, uh, at the end of July, let's pretend those dates are the twenty seventh and twenty eighth, maybe the twenty eighth and 29th. What sounds like the Friday and Saturday of the end of I July? Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and twenty ninth. Twenty eighth and twenty Twenty eighth and twenty ninth. I'm at Wisecrackers and Mohegan Sun and Milksberry. And then August 4th and 5th, August 4th, I'm headlining in Beckley, West Virginia. August 5th, I'm headlining in Morgantown, West Virginia. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. So if, you, if you're a mountain mama, come on out to those shows, please. <laughs> Damn, dude, what are you getting fucking West Virginia? What are you going to do, West Virginia University tour, dude? You're going to do a fucking, that'd be oh, a wild party. Come on, <laughs> man. I'm, do, I'm hitting breweries, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it on the country road. Yeah. You, Hell yeah. I'm not getting those university checks. I'm getting <laughs> yeah, that on. I'm getting that sweet brewery door deal, baby. <laughs> And the we'll wisest of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Fucking kisses for the boys. We love you. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah.